Welcome to Get Your Goal with Paula B. I'm your host, Paula B. I'm a weight loss and menopause expert, certified life coach, and author of the book, Mind Over Menopause. On this podcast, we dive deep into the mindset tools and proven Get Your Goal formula that will help you lose weight for the last time. Are you ready to get your goal? Me too. Let's go. Are you ready to learn how to lose weight, love your body, and embrace life after 50 with a powerful new mindset? Mind Over Menopause, the new book by weight loss life coach Paula Bowers, is publishing June 27, 2023 in hardback, digital, and audio formats. Pre-order now at getyourgoal.com slash mind-over-menopause. Hello, hello, goal friend, and welcome to episode number 288. Today, we are talking about when to adjust your calories while you're losing weight. This is such a good one, and it's a topic that I have never, or at least to the best of my memory, never talked about here on the podcast. I get asked this question all the time, and a long time ago when I used to do lives on YouTube and answer questions. And actually, gosh, a long, long, long time ago when I used to do lives on Facebook. By the way, both of those things I'm thinking about bringing back. I don't have firm plans, but I really kind of liked that interaction. And I'm thinking about how to figure out where to put it in my schedule again. But anyways, I used to get asked this question all the time. And I've always just given my really standard response, which I'm going to tell you here in just a minute. But What I've come to realize is that there's actually so much more to this topic than meets the eye, and that is why we are digging in today. Here is what really prompted me to sit down and create this podcast for you. A few days ago in the Beehive, which is my free Facebook group, and there will be a link in the show notes or description box for you if you're not already a member. But a woman posted that she's been faithfully following the 5-0 method for about a year, and she's feeling great, and she can tell that she's fitter and stronger, but she hasn't lost any weight at all. So she asked what she should do to tweak the program in order to lose weight. And okay, It was funny for me as a weight loss coach who literally does this for a living, who thinks about weight loss all the time, who thinks about weight loss so much and has answered literally thousands of questions over the year and really, or over the years and really studied it. And I've made a life career out of answering these kinds of questions. So it's very interesting to me to read the responses that other people have. And so about half of the responses were telling her that she was probably exercising too much. And I loved that. I loved it because seriously, nobody else out in the world seems to be talking about over-exercising. So I'm just, I'm super proud that my message of taking care of your menopausal body with moderate exercise is really starting to sink in with my audience. Super, super proud of that. And then the other half of the responses were saying that she probably needed to lower her calories a bit, which, I mean, in spite of my work trying to educate women over 50 that under eating is also a very real problem, it's obvious that there's still work to be done here. And that's completely okay. You know what? We've heard this our whole lives, like truly our whole lives. And constantly we are bombarded with messages that you must be overeating. So I totally get it. 
And then, okay, so even though that was already two halves, <laughs> which should have added up to a whole, there was actually a few other responses that said that she should probably talk to her doctor to check on her thyroid. And I totally agreed that that was an absolutely valid point. It's not one that I always bring up and I'm super glad when other people do because I always, always agree with checking in with your doctor. But here's what I noticed. First of all, not one single person mentioned anything about journaling, which is the number one task in the 5-0 method, which by the way, is my free weight loss program for women over 50. And you can download it from getyourgoal.com and the number one task that we do, because there are five things that we do every single day that make you say, oh, I had no idea. It could be so simple to lose weight at our age. The number one thing that we do is we journal to find our thoughts and decide if they're helpful. And also, Interestingly, nobody else asked her about her water or her sleep because you guys, we are all just so programmed to believe that it is only what you eat and what you do. And so before we even dive into the heart of the conversation about when to adjust your calories, I really want to take this moment to set the record straight that the reason there are five tasks in the 5-0 method is because all five of them together synergistically create weight loss. It's not one thing. If it was only your calories or only exercise, or even if it was only your calories and exercise, I wouldn't just give you three other tasks like busy work. I promise they're all important and they all work together. And that really is a topic for another podcast that I believe I might have already done. And if I have, I'll leave you a link in the show notes. But the thing is, there's also a task that I don't really mention in its own separate sin because it's really intrinsic to the other five is keeping records of your five tasks. And this is actually why I include data tracking sheets in the 5.0 method, as well as journaling pages and monthly check-ins. And there's all kinds of good stuff. Go download it if you don't already have it. But that way, with the tracking pages, you can see the days and the weeks and the months of numbers and get a clear picture of what's going on. And interestingly, this was the other thing that I noticed about the responses to the post. Nobody asked for data. And really quickly, if you are a member of the Beehive and this was your post or you responded to it, please, please, please don't hear this like I'm calling you out or anything like that. Not at all. It was so illuminating for me to watch this. And it created this entire podcast for you to be able to kind of think about things like we do around here, adjust your mindset and really think about what it is that we are all saying to each other. And let me be clear that the answers were all incredibly supportive and kind because everybody is in the beehive. It's just the nicest place on the internet. And honestly, I don't expect anybody in that group to be a weight loss expert the way I am. That's why I'm there. It's why I have the group. So the thing about this really specifically is that I absolutely learned this lesson the hard way. I was years into coaching and I would still just absolutely take clients at their word. They'd say something like, like this post, I'm not losing weight, even though I feel like I'm being super consistent. And I would just go directly into problem solving mode, which is what all of the responders did. They were like, okay, let's tweak your calories. How have you been working out? Like, what could we do to fix this? And for me as the coach, I never used to ask for proof. And 
In full transparency, a lot of my very early clients did not get amazing results back in those days because I wasn't questioning them until, until I did. Because now knowing what I do know as a life coach and understanding that your brain is always telling you a story. Now I ask for numbers. Honestly, as a fitness coach trying to help people lose weight, I didn't ever really see it this way. As a life coach, this has been so life-changing for my clients because now, and I say this with love, I don't believe anything you tell me. I always want to see numbers. I had a client not too long ago with the exact story of, you know, I'm not losing weight and I feel like I'm being consistent. And then when I asked for her to show me her tracker, it turned out that she had actually lost seven pounds, seven pounds. And her brain was telling her that she hadn't really lost any weight. Are you kidding me? And funnily enough, her consistency was actually all over the map. Even though she thought she was like super consistent, it was everywhere. Now she was younger as it happens. This was, this was when I was still doing like in, in person, personal training, but she was young. She had a bigger target calorie window, but still, I mean, what I'm getting at here is that her brain had a very different story than the numbers did. And so in a like slightly different way, that's actually what was going on here on the, the Facebook post. So when I asked the original poster for some data, she still didn't give me a lot of numbers, but she gave me enough that really helped me to show her that the problem wasn't her calorie target at all, which so many responders had suggested, but actually it was much more about consistency. And that, my friends, is a word you're going to hear a lot today as I offer you my advice about when and how to adjust your calories. There are two times that you will probably want to make adjustments. Number one is at the beginning of your weight loss journey. And number two is after you've lost approximately 40 pounds. And please don't hear either one of those things as some kind of hard and fast rule. I am not in any manner saying that you will absolutely 100% have to adjust your calories twice, (laughs) nor am I saying that you're only like allowed with heavy air quotes to adjust your calories twice. I'm saying that there are two scenarios that might come up, which might be cause for adjustments And you might, in fact, adjust your calories half a dozen times or even more overall. And I'm going to pause on this point for a real quick moment because I think this is super important for you to hear. One of the things that I always notice is that when I offer you weight loss advice, I sprinkle it with lots of maybes and mights and possiblys and couldbes. But very frequently when you, and not you personally, but just you, the general you, perhaps you personally, and perhaps not you personally, but when you all quote me back to myself, your language is a lot more should and must and have to. As though 
What I have said is some kind of like unbendable truth or a law, and that's really not the case at all. And the sooner you get on board with that, that this is all up for your modification and adjustment, the easier time you'll have losing weight. Because your personal weight loss journey, my friend, is a grand, glorious experiment of one. Every single time. I have expertise with the general biology of weight loss, and that's the knowledge that I share with you. But your amazing miracle of a body is always going to do what it personally is going to do based on billions of factors, only five of which, which you might recognize journaling, eating, drinking, sleeping, and exercising... (laughs) are under your direct control. So please don't hear anything that I'm telling you today as some kind of law. I offer you these as like rules of thumb meant to give you guidance for you to make your own best decisions about what to do. Okay, so let's get back to it. The first time you might need to adjust your calories is right at the beginning of your weight loss journey. When you first read the 5-0 method and see that your daily calorie target is your current weight with a zero on the end of it, there's a pretty good chance, and I base this on thousands of women that I have talked to, that you are going to just completely freak out and insist that there is absolutely no way in the world that you can eat that number of calories. I understand this completely. It's completely okay. No matter if you are coming to this number from like a long history of overeating and think it's way too low and that you're going to starve to death or a long history, and this is most of the women that I work with, but it may or may not apply to you, of very restrictive dieting and think that it's way too high and you're going to blow up like a balloon if you eat that much. You can start by offering yourself an adjustment period to get yourself from your current calories to that 5-0 method target. And then later in your journey, after you've lost approximately 40 pounds, if you have 40 pounds to lose, there's a pretty good chance that you'll stop losing weight at that original calorie target because Your body's calorie targets, by the way, are based in large part, not exclusively, but rather significantly on your weight. So your target is likely to decrease as you lose weight. There are other factors involved here, all of which are a little bit beyond what I really want to get into the weeds with today. I'm going to explain how you'll make this decision. So let's keep going. (laughs) If you are hitting 100% consistency on all five tasks and have not lost any weight at all by the numbers, not by your brain's idea of the numbers for about four to six weeks, it's probably time to make an adjustment. So how do you know for sure? And how do you decide to make adjustments? I'm so glad you've asked. So let me illustrate how all this works with a completely hypothetical example. Let's say that there is a woman who is five feet, four inches tall, and she's 56 years old, and she currently weighs 170 pounds, and her goal weight is 130, which means that she really only has about 40 pounds to lose. So her daily calorie target, according to the 5-0 method, is 1,700, if that's her weight with a zero on the end of it. 
And she doesn't have any other adjustments for height or age or activity. And I'm not going to enumerate those adjustments right here because they're spelled out really clearly in the 5.0 method. And you can go download that for free and get your own calorie target squared away. So hypothetically here, for the sake of our example, we're just going to pretend, <laughs> we're just going to pretend, and I know that this is not super realistic, but I'm offering it to you anyways, that she's already an avid journaler who has some experience with thought work, that she's great at drinking her water. She's a champion sleeper, and it's super easy for her to exercise for 23 minutes a day. So she's hitting a hundred percent consistency on four out of the five daily tasks. And of course, this is somewhat unlikely, but we're going to go with it because that way I can show you how the calories thing works without trying to figure out all the rest of it too. Okay. Here's the kicker though, for our hypothetical woman, she's basically been dieting for as long as she can remember. Like most days she is barely eating 1200 calories. And the thought of upping her target to 1700 sends her straight into a panic unless it doesn't, because every week or so she'll actually have a couple of days where she eats way over that 1200 calories. And anytime she's on vacation or has a special occasion, she's more than willing to go over. So when she gets super, super honest with herself inside her journal, where all the most productive self-awareness comes from, she realizes that the 1200 calories honestly isn't realistic. In fact, it feels, because she has thoughts, super restrictive, which is probably why she's so willing to fall off the wagon, so to speak, every couple of weeks. So from a place of compassionate curiosity with herself, with the weight loss journey, with all of it, she decides to try eating 1,400 calories a day. It feels like a little bit of a stretch, but not to the point of panicking. And she can even see how it might help her not feel so restricted all the time. So this is the first adjustment. Her target, technically speaking, is 1,700, but she doesn't feel confident about hitting that consistently. So she makes a decision to eat 1,400 calories because she believes she can be consistent with it. And she does pretty good with the 1400 calories. Her consistency is like pretty close to the 80% range, which is way better than it used to be, but she still has those occasional days or weekends or even like a whole week at a time sometimes where she overeats by a lot, even though it's less than she used to, but it's still overeating her target. But her confidence is up. She can really see herself, like literally by looking at the numbers in her tracker, she can see herself getting more consistent at hitting her target. So she decides to adjust her calories up a little bit more to 1550. Again, this is just a little bit of a stretch, but doesn't create any kind of a panic. That number sounds doable in terms of consistency and not feeling restrictive because that restrictive feeling is truly what led to the inconsistency with the lower numbers. So, oh my goodness, she feels so much better at this target of 1550. She starts to regain the hunger cues 
that she didn't have for years and years and years of all that restrictive dieting. Her energy is up. Her consistency skyrockets up to 95%. And that sounds amazing, right? But also still not quite there. There's one problem, in fact. The reason her consistency is only, I mean, I know it sounds really good, so that's why I'm putting quotes on this one, only 95% is that she's actually hungry, like legit hungry for the first time in years. And even though I just said it was a problem, it's not. It's really like the best problem to have. Creating that brain-body connection with yourself to actually recognize hunger cues is the heart and soul of the 5-0 method because it's what you want to have in place by the time you get to maintenance. That's another story for another day. So let's get back to our friend. She is now six months into her journey and she's lost a grand total of five pounds. But what she's gained is a relationship with her body, a solid foundation of consistency in both the actual eating and the tracking, and a lot of confidence that she can make decisions about her consistency. So at 165 pounds, she decides to adjust her calories up to 1,750 because her energy is up and she's noticed that she's actually kind of an active person. So she's got the 1,650 calories from her weight with a zero on the end, plus 100 calories for activity. And it's not really because she's exercising more, but just she's noticed that in general, especially now that her energy feels so good, she really just kind of likes to be busy. And she knows that at 1,750 calories as her target, she'll only be hungry when it's time to eat, and she'll be able to be 100% consistent. And my friends, that's exactly what happens. She's only hungry when it's time. Her energy levels feel amazing. She's hitting her daily target at 100%, and she never overeats anymore. She feels totally satisfied. And now, after six months of adjusting to her calorie adjustments, which by the way, all of those that I've mentioned so far were what I consider initial adjustments. Even though it took place over the course of six months, those were all just getting her up to her current weight with a zero with any adjustments that you might need to that. So now, six months in, (laughs) she's really ready to lose weight. And that's exactly what happens. Six months after that, so a full year into the weight loss journey, she's lost another 25 pounds, which is pretty amazing. For five pounds the first six months, and then 25 pounds the second six months for a total of 30 overall. But now, a year into it, she's noticing a different kind of snag. Like all of a sudden, it kind of feels like she's a little bit sluggish. And sometimes she's got that overfull feeling that she used to get when she was overeating. Her weight loss has slowed down. She's losing, but it's kind of bouncing now for a while. And she's finding it a little bit more difficult to be consistent. In fact, sometimes she finds herself under eating to her target because she's just not, well, the word she's going to use is motivated to get all the way up to the target. So after a few weeks of taking notes, she's like 
ready to put her head down and continue doing the work, but she's thinking that it's time for another calorie adjustment. So now she's going to actually decide to not just track the calories, but her body sensations also. So she adds that to her daily tracking, gathering the data that actually ends up supporting a calorie adjustment. Specifically, her weight loss has slowed from about a pound a week way back in the day to approximately one pound a month. Her hunger cues, she's noticed, are less strong overall. Her fullness cues are stronger and she feels over full about 50% of the time. So her energy level for her daily activities feels a little bit harder to quantify, but she can see in her journal that she's finding fewer helpful thoughts than she was just a few months ago. She really trusts these body signals and decides to lower her calories to 1,500. While deciding though, she also commits to paying attention to her thoughts, basically being aware of any like restrictive or dieting kind of thoughts or feelings. She's looking for a return of hunger cues and energy level, and she's totally willing to reverse her decision if at any point it just doesn't feel good. She feels really confident about getting up to 100% consistency again with an amount of calories that her body feels good with. And this adjustment really fits the bill for all of these things. Within just a few weeks, her energy level feels good. She's hitting her calorie target every day without feeling either too hungry or too full. She's noticed a couple of like diet-y, diet-like thoughts, diet-adjacent thoughts, but they were pretty easy to spot in her journaling. And best of all, she's losing weight again at a rate of two pounds a month. It's not quite as fast as when she was heavier, but not as slow as it was before the adjustment. Two months later, she hits her goal weight. And as the story goes, she lived happily ever after. (laughs) Even though there are still toilets to clean. You guys, you know this, right? I feel like, I mean, this is not the main message of today's podcast, but it's definitely something we have talked about before. No matter how wonderful your goal is, and it will be, the truth of it is that there are always toilets to clean. Life is always going to be 50-50. You'll be happy about some things and sad about others. You'll be excited about some things and dread something else. Weight loss does not cure toilet cleaning. (laughs) Anyways, such a great story, right? Okay. Now I know that this, I mean, as we talked about it, this was a totally simplified version of what you're going through, but seeing it laid out like this can really help you pick out the universal pieces of wisdom that I'm offering you. And here are the key takeaways that are going to help you on your weight loss journey. First and foremost, it's okay to adjust your calories. I mean, when you first read the 5-0 method and I'm saying you might, you could, you possibly, but you're reading it or hearing it as I have to, I must, I should. Let this be your key takeaway. It's completely okay to adjust your calories. feels like a huge relief, right? Okay. Second, and I didn't stress this very much during the story, so I'm going to pull it out for you here now while we're talking about key takeaways. Take your time making the adjustments. Don't be trying to hit a new calorie target every week and seeing what it does. Take the time to 
be at one calories or one calorie target rather for enough time that you can take notes, you can gather data, you can give your body the time to adjust and you can really see how it feels. When you spend at least a month or possibly even several months gathering data before you make changes, you'll be able to make changes that will stick and that will fit where you are right now. And on that note, the data you're gathering, again, I didn't really pull this out while I was telling you the story, except that I did. The data you're gathering isn't from the scale. It's from your body and your journal. Your brain and body have the information for you to make adjustments. The scale is going to do what the scale is going to do. The scale is going down over time. You are losing weight. That part is never up for grabs. The adjustments are based on whether or not, and this is the final thing that I'm going to offer you, your adjustments are based on whether or not you can eat your target calories consistently. Not whether or not you think that's going to make you, make you, again, heavy air quotes, lose weight. Calories don't make you lose weight. Your consistency with calories makes you lose weight, along with the four other things. You guys, it's not one thing. Here's what I want you to also take away, even though I just said that was the final thing, I'm going to offer you one more thing. Even though I titled this podcast, When to Adjust Your Calories, I want you to know that this process of knowing where you are, making decisions from love, gathering data, and figuring out what you can be consistent with also applies to the other four tasks. Whatever you can be consistent with in your journaling is where you should start. Whatever you can be consistent with, with your water is where you should make your adjustments. Whatever you can be consistent with, with your sleep is where you can make adjustments. Whatever you can be consistent with, with your exercise is where you can make adjustments. You have all the power to make any adjustments that you want for your weight loss. My friends, thank you so much for joining me this week. I really hope this was helpful for you and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review so other women of a certain age can stop struggling with the scale and start loving their menopausal bodies. And if you're ready to change your mindset while you're changing your weight, then it's time to get into the Get Your Goal Mastermind group, where you'll find my proven success formula, answers to your questions, expert coaching, and the community support you've been looking for. You don't need to lose weight alone when you can have fun and level up your mindset with friends. With weekly coaching calls, live journaling classes, and access to the tools and strategies I've used to help thousands of women lose weight for the last time, the Get Your Goal group is the place for you to get your goal. Learn more about group membership at www.getyourgoal.com. And I'll see you inside the group.